B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now. Good morning, I'm Tad. Hey, Drex. Blessings. Good morning to you, sweet Kara. Good morning. Do we have any psychologists or exorcists available? Ooh. They're both going to be needed because I've inadvertently set my five-year-old son on a path which will end up in prison if I'm lucky. Drex, you weren't here last week when I desperately was trying to convince my wife and then my son because I thought she had brainwashed him mm-hmm. to allow him to watch Star Wars. Now, again, he's five. And when I say she brainwashed him, he didn't even think he should see Star Wars. Okay, kids are not appropriate to watch Star Wars when I'm a grown-up or teenager. And my wife's logic? <laughs> I think it's like a little intense. I think if he watches Star Wars now, then what's next? But I got everybody behind me and convinced my wife to let it happen. So we watched Star Wars, him reluctantly. The movie ends... And he exclaims, I watched Star Wars. He was so excited, and we're hugging, and it's a great moment of celebration. And I'm like, oh, that's my boy. And that was the last happy moment that I had when it came to Star Wars. Because the next thing I said was, oh, you have blonde hair. You could be dressing up like Luke Skywalker. And he looked at me, and he goes, no, Dad. Darth Vader. He wants to be yes. Darth Vader. Uh, he's super in. That, that's his I thing, though. It. Ever since I've known this kid, uh, Tad, your son yeah. has been into the villainy and then more, uh, not so much more the hero. He he's has. gravitated toward the villains because he likes their songs. He likes the oh. villains' songs. But this was the final straw. <laughs> like, who walks out of Star Wars identifying with Darth Vader? Who doesn't root for Luke Skywalker. I mean, the whole purpose of the movie is that this evil force, Darth Vader, and even while we were watching the movie, he could tell when Vader was going to be featured, and he would go, oh, I'm going to like this. (laughs) You said, who walks out of a movie rooting for and identifying with the villain, Tad? Uh, An independent thinker. An Mm. out-of-the-box thinker. I, I think this is a good thing. You do? 100%. Well, because everyone loves Luke Skywalker. Everyone loves Anna and Elsa. But who loves uh, Ursula? And, you know, if there wasn't a villain to give the hero the chance to shine, then how would you ever know about the hero? The villain's got to be there. Well, he's not studying cinema. No. But, yes, the villain is necessary, but also that the hero can do their thing. They yeah. are uh, they are not the person that you should root for. You don't root for evil. You don't root for the bad guy. But all villains are written so that we can see ourselves just a little bit in them. It gets even worse because he's starting to reject weaker villains. <laughs> There's a higher This is our conversation in bed last night. You got to listen closely because it's, you know, lights are out. You said you didn't like any of the DC comic villains? Because why? Because they're not, they're not really super good villains. Especially the, like, intense villains. Listen to the way like he says the words. Intense villains. He's turning into a villain. Yeah, I mean, to where, like, you will visit him in jail, correct? Oh, 
my gosh. Don't go. Uh. You are the insane asylum. Yeah, or wherever. Yeah, 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 Where does yeah. the Joker end up? Where do all these people end up? I don't know. Oh. Arkin, right? Mm. Ted, this is a good thing. He's thinking outside the box. Like I said, everyone loves the hero. Uh-huh. He's taking a different approach to that. He's looking at it from 50,000 feet and saying, oh, I like the villain side of this because that's what really makes the movie. A movie with no villain is crap. That's what I said. Again, he's a five-year-old, not a 20-year-old student at NYU. He's ahead of his time already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what if you guys, maybe this will convince you, what if I told you that my therapist, Chantel, agrees that this is a problem? Chantel Cohen... CWC Coaching and Therapy. Chantel, I mean, this is serious. Let let me just start with this. I am not an expert on children, but I would say you have a cause for a little bit of concern. You know, when kids are going through imaginative play, they are doing things like problem solving. They're trying on these different hats. And so they start to do critical thinking. And so maybe there is some part of him that identifies being a bad guy. Uh, Chantel, I had a thought that Sam, Tad's son, spends a large majority of the day with Jessica, right, Tad? Mm-hmm. And Jessica is goody freaking two shoes. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? She is. She, she is, is the fairy godmother. Is is there a thought that like maybe Sam's trying to rebel a little bit against just always having oh. to do the right thing and be good? And He, he could be, or he could be um, seeing his mom as all good, and maybe he's working out something with his father oh oh sam i am your father (laughs) no it's gonna be like tad you are my father (laughs) i guys we're kind of playing around with this but i do think that he's just doing what normal kids do which is a lot of learning how to problem solve critical thinking they get to work out issues that they wouldn't ordinarily get to work out or and not have a consequence for. I mean, they get to do it without having any consequences with imaginative play. So it's, I think he's fine. I feel like at this point, I have two choices. One, <laughs> try to steer him away from the villains, try to make him a better kid, or make him the best villain ever. What's wrong with liking the villains? I don't see what's wrong with liking the villains. I was a kid that grew up liking the villains, too, especially, like, the wrestlers and stuff. And I turned out just fine, I've never met a kid through my entire childhood that was pro-Darth Vader. (laughs) And that's when I'm like, all right, this kid might have a problem. Or do you think that, uh, Chantel, maybe Sam is just very, very uh, empathetic and a sympathetic human to where he kind of feels bad for the villains because they just get... You know, they're, they're yeah. treated like crap in the movies. Exactly. I think that you missed your calling. I think you're <laughs> absolutely right. I think that he has this mom who's very empathetic, and maybe he is thinking that, gosh, you know what, I'm going to root for the underdog, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that bad guys are good guys, too. <laughs> I'm going to be a friend to the guy that has no friends. Right. And I think that's absolutely. great. Absolutely. And that's why he pretends to love his dad. Right. <laughs> well, just get ready, though, that this could spell trouble because, Tad, when he grows up, he's going to be best friends with all the bad boys. That's what I was just yeah. going to say. Yeah. All I can think of is a jean jacket with a docking patch on it and a pack of Marlboros. <laughs> I got to fix this. <laughs> Little greaser hanging out with all the bad kids. Candy cigarettes. (laughs) (laughs) 